we had gotten some success, quote unquote, but like you said, what got me there was going to keep me there unless I did something different. And so when I came into that first virtual round, what was like, hey, I'm investing, I'm going all in. The mistake that I made, at least in retrospect, now that I can see is like I was showing up and I was like taking in information on the things that I needed to do, but I wasn't delegating away things that were on my plate to my team to be able to implement the new stuff. What is keeping you from growing your business to the next level? I'm Jess Bergio, one of the hosts here for Fast Foundations, the podcast. Between the three of us, my co-host Jim, RT, and I have grown several businesses scaling beyond seven figures. And you know what? Not a single one of those businesses came with a blueprint. For years, we poured time and resources into our businesses, from salons, tech companies, and product-based businesses, navigating success and failures on our own. For all of us though, it began to change in 2019 when we found a community of like-minded entrepreneurs and industry leaders to mentor us. That community was Fast Foundations. Just like the mastermind, we're bringing on experts and having discussions to give you tips to not only improve the foundational skill sets you need, but to also fast track your growth. We'll dive into the core pillars of what will make your business succeed. Whether you have a brand new idea that you're looking to turn into a business or you're already a successful entrepreneur looking to scale, this community is here to take you to the next level. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Fast Foundations, the podcast. It's your girl, Jess Bergio, with a podcast guru herself. Okay, you guys, the one and only Brianne from The Good In Media. She is the other half of The Good In Media, who are current members in this round of Fast Foundations, The Mastermind, but she's also a past alumni, which is why she's a guest on today's show. Brianne, welcome to the show. Oh, my freaking goodness. I am so excited. You're just one of those people that brings the energy and makes everything fun. And that's one of my words that I'm really trying to infuse back into my life right now is playfulness. So I'm here for it. I'm super freaking excited. Well, you brought the red lip and the pink shirt. So like you're vibing oh. my colors. I'm feeling this. Ugh. Any girl who gets ready for anything, like that's my kind of girl. And you know, what's funny. I literally just had this conversation with a friend the other day about when we choose industries to work in, you know, how you have to represent yourself in that industry. And it's interesting because my other podcast, Beauty Inspires Beauty, is for beauty professionals. And I found over the years, the ones that did really well were the ones that showed up, right? Like you showed up looking the part. Um, the ones who were makeup artists that would show up in the morning with no makeup, I thought, what, do you, what are you doing? You're not representing your brand very well. And, you know, it's like so simple, but sometimes we try to make things so complicated. So we're here to talk about how Fast Foundations, the mastermind, has changed your guys' life, how it's up-leveled your business. I think a lot for you personally too. That's why I'm really excited to dive in with you too. And that is what gets me excited. That is why I said yes to doing this podcast. Uh, it wasn't like I needed one more thing to do, but here I am because I'm so right. passionate about what this mastermind was for me. And now getting the opportunity to share these stories of everyone else who has gone through the program feels like such a gift. So that is where the energy come from comes from if you're new here. And uh, Brianne, she's speaking nice of me, but she brings the energy too. Like she knows what's going on. So girl, talk. Talk to us a little bit about how you discovered Fast Foundations, the mastermind, and kind of like what life was like before business-wise, before you joined. Oh, for sure. So really quickly, I just want to say thanks for, you know, complimenting the red lip. I definitely got ready for our, our nice little girls date for two reasons. One, Danny's out of town right now. So I'm just like, I'm going to put on lipstick. He like doesn't like when I wear lipstick. So I'm like, you know what? This is my time. First of all. Second of all, if you're watching the YouTube version, I have this like cute little pink top on. And you know that hack? 
where you just like grab a few ice cubes and throw it in the dryer to get the wrinkles out? No. I did that this morning. What? Oh, you never done that? Ice cubes in never, the dryer? Never, 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 never steam anything in your life again. You literally just like throw like a piece of clothing in the dryer with ice cubes and turn it on. And then the ice cubes evaporate and it steams your shirt and gets the wrinkles out. Okay. I've heard the towel trick where you like throw a dry towel in with certain things to help the other stuff dry quicker, but I've never in oh, my yeah. life. This is like the other way around. What? So there we you go. This, this podcast channel. is already, already valuable. There's a so hack. Okay. So, so I, I feel like, uh, not to toot my own horn. I'm the perfect person to come on here and like share why I love masterminds in general, but fast foundations is because like I had to be made a believer. My husband, Danny, he's been in, interested in personal development and masterminds and mentors like years before me for a couple different reasons. One, I didn't want to admit that I didn't know what I was doing hmm. and was like, you know what? Why should I go to anybody else to tell me what I should do in my life or in my business when, you know, I know best, you know, thinking that I do know everything. And, you know, look how well I can share my story. Look how long I struggled because I didn't reach out to people and didn't have that community or mentors that were like, you know what? I, uh, I've been here this whole time, ready to share a shortcut with you mm. if you would just listen. Mm. And so, um, Danny was the one that found fast foundations first back when Chris and Lori were running it. And, um, he did a virtual round. And so I kind of was like that, obviously like we do podcasting. So now within these last handful of years, I've been in the personal development world, but I still hadn't done a mastermind yet or been a part of anything like that. And so he did the virtual round and I would like once in a while kind of sneak in and be a fly on the wall in the side and like listen in on what was going on. The speakers that were talking, you know, listening to them answering questions. And that just really intrigued me. I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. And so I slowly had to like warm up to it. <laughs> and then um, I joined a virtual round, the next virtual round, this last one that Chris and Lori did. And to be honest, I was not ready to take action. And so, like I said this from stage, when we got together at the in-person event, I was like, I had Jim. And if you guys have listened to other episodes on here on the podcast one, like here's Jess that has all this, you know, incredible knowledge in business. Jim, he was my coach in that virtual round. And I just totally squandered the advice that he gave me. And so let that be a lesson to you. Both of my lessons is like, be willing to receive advice from other people sooner. And it doesn't mean you have to take everything, but be open and take the bits and pieces that do resonate with you and then take action. And mm -hmm. so being the second time around, really actually being like, okay, I'm going to go all in. I'm going to participate and apply what people are telling me. I'm going to like try to stop being stubborn and dumb, to be honest. <laughs> and I can't even tell you how much our business has grown and how much more confident I feel in running it because I've listened to those mentors and actually participated in the community. Mm -hmm. And I've watched that. I've gotten to get a firsthand kind of upfront view of, of your growth and watching that because I was a coach in those past rounds that you're talking about. So even though we might not have connected, I was watching and I listened to all the calls and the questions coming in. And you're not the first one, just in fairness, who the first round, they kind of felt like that. But I think we have such a pressure on ourselves when we invest at a high level, like monetarily to have this massive ROI. And there's a lot of shame and guilt for not quote unquote, taking a lot of action or doing said things that everybody else is doing because they're now 10 Xing their business or whatever. But I found 
through this podcast and asking all of these questions and kind of going back through the people who have gone through the programs a lot of times, multiple times, the first round a lot of times is for them. It's for them to see the things that they could be doing differently and start to slowly adapt to new ways of doing things, right? Because Sometimes you've been taught, like, if you want something done right, do it yourself. And if you have to ask for help, it's weak and you should know that already. And especially if you're already running a podcast business, you should know how to do it. And I think we trick ourselves into thinking there aren't easier, better, smarter ways to work. And so when we do get that help, even we might know we should do the thing. But you know what? In fairness, a lot of times I don't want to do the fucking extra work. So I hear it Uh and I'm like, yeah, that could help me. But, you know, here I am still doing the same shit. And it's that reprogramming of, okay, what got me here is going to keep me here. And if I don't start to make moves and shift and change as this online marketing world grows, like I'm going to get left behind. My business is going to become irrelevant and I'm not going to be of value to people that I want to serve at a high level. So you know, give yourself some grace even. And I, I know you have sense, but like that first round, a lot of times is for people to just like really connect to the group. And I think you did a really good job of making a lot of friends. I know you reached out to a ton of people. I know we did connect a little bit. So now you have like this leverage going into your third, second round. It's technically third because you did got to be like a fly on the wall in that first one when Danny was in it. So I yeah. feel like you're, you're one of the like tried and true OGs now. And It's so cool to hear that you stepped in, but you didn't take action right away because I think a lot of people think, okay, I'm going to invest. I'm going to do what I'm told. And then my whole life's going to change. The world's going to be completely different. Like, where's the secret sauce? Give me the blueprint. Give me the easy pill to swallow. It doesn't work that way. (laughs) And a lot of times, like, that's where we get in our own way and we start to have that imposter syndrome or that frustration or this isn't worth it. And a lot of people quit. They quit when they start to feel like that or they don't give themselves a second chance or opportunity to do another round because they feel bad about the first one versus you were like, okay, I know I didn't show up like I could. I kind of got my feet wet. Here's the second round. I'm going all in. And you guys did. You both did. Yeah. Well, and just to tell you what that felt like too, and I like I did make connections in that first round. I did show up and listen to calls, but the disconnect there was like I was coming into it, first of all, like we already, I could say we have a, you know, multi six figure business. So it, you know what I mean? Like we had gotten some success, quote unquote, but like you said, what got me there was going to keep me there unless I did something different. And so when I came into that first virtual round, it was like, Hey, I'm investing, I'm going all in the mistake that I made, at least in retrospect, now that I can see is like, I was showing up and I was like taking in information on the things that I needed to do, but I wasn't delegating away things that were on my plate to my team to be able to implement the new stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that was my problem. It's like I came in and it and it it left me in this mode of like, hey, I already feel burnt out. I would show up to my coaching calls. They would, you know, Jim would give me the most incredible advice of what I needed to do. And then I would try to add those new things on top of my already overflowing to-do list. And then either I wouldn't do it or I would half-ass it or I would resent the work. And so now the second time around coming into it, Danny and I both did this round together and we said, guess what? We're going to divide and conquer. And that looks in a, dividing in a, and conquering in a few different ways. One, he's going to focus on X, Y, Z in our business and I'm going to focus on different things. And then we're also going to say we're both investing in this to learn and implement new things. So we need to give away some of this, quote, old stuff, the stuff we've been doing that we don't need to be doing to our team. And that's the thing that made the difference. It, it was just like, I, I had to delegate. 
That's huge. And what what's kind of great, like now that I know, now that I also have learned all of these things over the years, because again, if you guys look back to my track record, I was behind the chair for 22 years and, and a salon owner. I didn't deal with online marketing and business. I grew a whole multi six figure business through word of mouth, brick and mortar, like old school. I didn't, I was like, quote unquote, you cannot teach an old dog new tricks. I'm like, I don't need that shit. And so I totally <laughs> resonate with that. And you know, again, back to my mom, she drilled into me. If you want something done right, do it yourself. And I was like, man, I can't do anything more myself. So I stayed stuck where I was in my business. And while I, same thing, quote unquote, had that success level for hairdressing, I was like, this can't be it. And I am burnt out. But you know, what's really cool about having your processes and systems down for the things you do know how to do. You can delegate those properly because you really know how to do them. So like you kind of had set yourself up to win because you probably were able to put those SOPs in place to then hire properly. It's hard to start to delegate in business when you don't quite know what you need done. When you have an idea, but you've never done it yourself and then you try to hire it out. I've made those mistakes where I've tried to just like hire someone I thought was going to be really good at something, but I didn't quite understand what I was asking them to do. So therefore it was really difficult to get the results that I wanted from them. Nobody can read your mind. I did learn that, but you, you nailed something when you were like, you tried to implement everything yourself, but then you felt even more burnt out and overwhelmed. So delegation is one of those things that it's hard to do when you're growing your business and it's just you running it. So did everything start to change when you guys started delegating things and you and Danny assumed like set roles and you kind of, did things start to expand after that? Yeah. there. So there's a couple different things that specifically in this last round really helped was at the beginning of it, having that accountability from both of our coaches to be like, you need to define your roles within the company. Cause we already had a team that we were passing some things onto, but one, there was like overlap between some of the things that Danny and I were over. And so for me, I'll speak for myself, like then I wouldn't take initiative to get things done because I was like, well, Danny could also do this thing. And so then if we're both waiting for each other to get something done, like it's ridiculous. It's, it's not going to happen. And so we had to sit down and be like, okay, you're responsible for, for this and you're responsible for this. And we were able, again, it just is that I can't tell you how much that's helped to be able to divide and conquer and realize like, oh, I'm actually more of a visionary in our business. And Danny's more of an integrator, freaking perfect. Now we can look at those things and, and say, you know, I'm great at leading our team and telling them like, this is where we're going. And he, then I can implement the systems that I'm creating. And to your point, like we're going through another one of those processes right now where we're switching over to Asana for all of our tax management within our team. And so even though Danny is like the integrator, I need to learn how to use this system and figure out any roadblocks or kinks that our team might run into using it because next week I'm training everyone on how to use it and I'm going to do it for a month and then I'm going to hand it over to my VA to then take it from there and run with it so that I'm confident that when she does have a question, I know what's going on. I know how to navigate it. I can I probably say, oh, you know what? I ran into this. You know, this is what you need to do. And so it's like, yes, it's it's a dance, right? There's like new things that come in, whether it's systems or when you onboard a new client that you might be a little bit more hands-on in the beginning. And then yes, and hand it on off to the team. So you're like informed. It's a, I don't, balance isn't my favorite word, but like it's a dance. You have to kind of just figure out what works for you. But I, I know I'm someone that I can't hold on to things too long and we have to have those roles clearly defined. And then to answer your question, because I ramble a little bit, but the other thing that really helped me define like 
my role in our company and then also just me as a person decision making was doing our core values. So in Denver, we all got together. You actually got to be part of that initial smaller group where we broke off into, you know, yeah, smaller crew to talk about what our core values were. And at first I wrote family as my main core value. And then I like reflected on that since. And I was like, ooh, it's not. Love family. But my core values are self-respect, presence, freedom, playfulness, and environment. So being able to have like, and I, I wouldn't have gone through that exercise if I wasn't at the mastermind. Like they literally carved out the time where like, hey, you're going to sit down and think about your core values. And I didn't realize how much that was going to help me in my life and my business. Because now like I started going to the gym because I was like, okay, well, self-respect is my number one core value. I better be taking care of my body. Same with the boundaries in my business. When I run it through that filter, like, you know, if I'm allowing people to cross this boundary, is that self-respect. So it's like having those kinds of things in your life that we don't necessarily take the time to do on the day-to-day have now given me a filter to run things through Mm. of like for decision-making. Yeah. And I I loved, I I didn't know where RT was going with that exercise when we, when we did it. And I was super excited to do it myself. And I, you know, me, I always like to put a spin on everything. I was like, how can I marry these words? So I use three words in one core value. You totally cheated. I totally. 27 words. You know, it was like five sentences, but you know what? I'll take it. (laughs) It was great, but it made me think. And I think that was the whole point of that exercise and that accountability piece was to get you to get real granular about what's most important to you, even deeper than like how we try to do that why exercise or anytime you work with someone like, what's your why? Why are you doing the things? Well, your core values should be your why. That's like rooted mm-hmm. in your body as to all the choices that you make. And I love to call them non-negotiables, but core values like really resonate with everybody. And you're right. Like having that accountability piece of getting in those smaller groups in person, the impact that that can make when you're like face to face with somebody and you're having these really like sometimes hard conversations because a lot of times when you write these down and then you look at them and realize I have not been living my life through these lenses, like self-respect is probably not the, I say it, but how am I showing myself that, you know? So that's really key. And those, those are, that's just like a a teaser of what goes on in the in-persons throughout two or three days. The first in-person for every round is always three days. The second in-person is two days and they are jam-packed with amazing speakers, giving us tons of value that we can use in our business. But these breakout sessions are always my favorite because it's when we get to connect with each other to really like go all in on each other's dreams and goals and like our businesses, of course. But a lot of times, you know, you've seen people and they can have a semi-successful business or even like a seemingly really successful business, but they're not happy. They're still struggling with the burnout, self-doubt, the overwhelm, all the things. And it doesn't no amount of money or accolades is going to fix any of that. And so I think that's why doing that exercise was such an important thing that we all got to do. I almost think they should be listed under our names on on the Mighty Networks group or something this round. Maybe we should we should t- title totally because then you know? I mean I would love for someone to call me out on that and be like, mm, is that really like in alignment? You say presence, and that's my relationship piece is presence. Like right here in this conversation, like I'm here, and like so instead of my family piece, like that's how I brought it in. And so I would love for people to be like, hey, is this Really, like, are you showing up the, the way you say you want to show up? Mm-hmm. And, and we could deep dive on every single one of those core values that you have and, and what they mean to you. But that's why, you know, getting really clear on who you are in your business. When you're an entrepreneur, you need to know who you are and what you need. Because when you're an employee, 
you're, you're just checking boxes and getting shit done for somebody else. You need to know what they need from you. That's what makes you a good employee. But when you're your own boss, sometimes you don't hold yourself so accountable to certain things and you let certain things slide and you, you know, kind of don't have the boundaries sometimes. And I definitely think that's, you know, one of the underlying things that gets taught in this mastermind is boundaries, is boundaries around what we will deal with. And that's why we work so hard on defining who our client avatars are and who we like really want to work with and all of that kind of stuff. So have you guys figured out who your niche clientele is for the podcast? Oh yeah. A thousand percent. So yeah. for us, we're the, we're the good in media and we specifically work with people who are in the personal growth space and use their you know, zone of genius really to help other people. So that could look like, you know, someone who wants to start a podcast and they're a mortgage loan officer. And so you might be like, okay, hey, is that in the personal growth space? Like, you know, we, we look at something like that where it's like, okay, this individual that we work with that does this, they've personally invested in over a hundred homes. And so they can come onto the podcast and be like, like, are they able to give value to other people and teach them a skill a thousand percent? And then us as a company, we're like, great. Now this is the top of your funnel, your podcast where you're giving away this free value about your, you know, your zone of genius. Like we're going to able to now bring more eyeballs and ears to your business and what you're doing. So we make sure those work really well together. But yeah, definitely. Like I always tell people, I'm like, if it's true crime or like you're trying to be the next, like e-true Hollywood story or something, that's not our jam. Even though I'm sure yeah. like there's some place somewhere people are like, true crime is so good. It's my escape. It's like, you know, whatever. Like for me, I'm like, no, we we know our person is someone who is doing good in the world through teaching and through giving away that free value. And mm -hmm. we just happen to know this really good vehicle that helps that return come back exactly to their business and what they do. That's amazing. So let's touch on that a little bit because I think people listening to this podcast obviously listen to podcasts and maybe have been on the brink of starting a podcast a couple of times. I know I was before I started mine. Um, and it's scary. Sometimes podcasting can be overwhelming. It seems like such a big deal. And it is. It is something that consistency is really important. You don't want to just start it and not continue with it. But how have you seen podcasting being able to really like help people's business and grow their awareness of who they are out in the world? There's so many different benefits. When you talk about story and who you are in the world, it's one of those things. I feel like if anyone's been through the process of like writing a book or having a podcast, that is a beautiful tool to refine your message. And for me, I just obviously I'm in podcasting day in and day out. The cool thing about that is while you're writing your, your podcast, you're, instead of a book that's like, here, let me write this and then throw it out to the world, you're getting real-time feedback from your ideal audience, your ideal clients. And it's also a networking tool. So one, on the one hand, you're able to like have this practice of sharing your story and and refining what your message is in, in the repetition of it. And then you get that real-time feedback of like, hey, like this episode when I talked about this piece of my story or my business that really resonated with people. And then you can lean into that some more. And then on the networking side of things, like you and I getting to have this conversation, like you're one of my mentors. I get to sit here and, and ask you questions if I want to. You know, I could invite you onto my podcast to feature you and say, hey, you know, this is Jess. She's an expert at XYZ. Like, like, and so for me to be able to reach out to you, I may, you know, obviously I know you now, but like if before we met, maybe I would have no business to be like, hey, let's jump on Zoom and have coffee. And you're a nice person, so you probably still would. But like we get to have an even deeper conversation getting together and like, like the podcast gives you excuses to do that. Yeah. And then 
put it out in the world and it's a win-win for the guests and a win-win for you while you're networking. So, I mean, I could go on forever with a list of benefits, tons of them, even before you get to the point where you're talking about monetization. Yeah. No, 100%. I've seen that. Um, it just establishes credibility as to who you are too in your own industry. It's like what they call top of funnel. It's like growing more awareness of people getting to know you um, and hopefully they like you. That's why they keep downloading stuff. And then when they start to trust you, that's when they buy shit from you, whether it's a course or a program or let's just say I still do hair or once my book comes out, plug, plug. Um, yep. But also like that's a way to monetize. Once brands start to recognize you have a, a strong follower, follower count um, who know, like, and trust you, who will buy whatever you say that they should buy, um, the affiliates options happen. And then you get brand sponsorships and podcasts and start to monetize them. I was on a call yesterday with my mentor, Angie Lee, asking her all the questions. We spent almost two hours talking about ways to start to grow this podcast, my own personal podcast, and to really like get it out in front of brands to help monetize it because it can be a source of income. So if long form content, if you love listening to podcasts, it's probably because you would be good at podcasting. And if you have the resources and you have a full-blown business going already, uh, this is a leg of marketing that I think it's more of a long game, but it's the investment is is huge and getting a team like The Good and Media to help you organize all of that and systematize, get strategic about what episodes you're putting out and then really double down on the content. So not only do you get audio for your listeners, you could get YouTube, you have videos, you get content for your social media. The Good and Media is the producers of Fast Foundations, the podcast. So the intro, the outro, the ads, all of that was coached from brand to me, helping me nail down our messaging and get it perfect. I like to brag, it only took me about 72 times to get it right. But, you know, <laughs> without that, I would have made just throw some shit against the wall and see what works. But with having good coaches and people who can really help define and refine your messaging. So it's really clear so that your podcast isn't just another chit chat that people, yeah, maybe they like, maybe they don't like, because there should be intention behind what your podcast is for and who it's for. So, I mean, I can't toot your guys' horn enough. I think you guys are geniuses at what you do. You do have great vision for it. And uh, we are so grateful for you at this, at this podcast, Fast Foundations. So what is the plan goal for this round? You guys are coming into the next round. This will be your third. This will be Danny's fourth, technically, right? Yeah. So we, when we say diehards, we got diehards. I mean, I've been around since early 2019, so I get it. I, I've drank the Kool-Aid. Okay. <laughs> and there's so many people who have done multiple rounds because like I said, first round may be an experience just that's personal, getting their head right. And then the second round kind of, they, they find their voice and their footing and they start to make some momentum and strides. And then the third, maybe even they don't want to leave that community. They don't want to be away from um, that accountability piece and that network connection that they have. So they see it as a way just to move it into their business and stay in the mastermind um, for an extended amount of time. And I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble from RT, but you can always uh, edit this part out if it's not right. Uh, <laughs> we have opened up a a slightly more affordable leg of Fast Foundations, the community, the online community now, where if an in-person mastermind isn't something you can figure out or get away for, we do have an online community where you can join us. You can watch all the replays from the calls. You can get uh, in community with people online where we're all hanging out together. The class, the, the fall class is in there. Um, the difference between the mastermind and the online community is the online community doesn't attend any of the live events and they also don't have access to the live calls to ask their own personal questions. If you're in the mastermind, you have access to all of that. And then some, uh, both options are provided with a coach. You get one coaching call per month. 
uh, that's included in the extended amount of time that you're in. So tons of value in both, but one's a lower price point. If you're just maybe like, I don't know what a mastermind is, maybe now's not the right time to jump in to the in-person, but it'll give you a teaser of what goes on and what we do kind of behind the scenes, because really what you see on social media is like a small fraction of what actually happens inside of the group in those six months. What are you most looking forward to in this round, Brianne? Honestly, I feel like we've set ourselves up for the perfect hockey stick moment. That's how I just keep picturing it. Like, like you talk about us being in these first few rounds and it's really been like, you know, fast foundations. We've been like laying our foundation over this last while. That's been mindset shift. It's been hiring the right people. Like this last round, we doubled our team. We have 10 people working with us now between employees and contractors. And so like we have the team to be able to now scale and me just lean into sales and, you know, link arms with as many leaders who want to, ha- you know, start a podcast or elevate their podcast as possible. And so we're, we're just, it's a really scary, exciting place to be because I, I just know we're, we're about to hit that hockey stick. We're like, we've been slow growing and it's just going to take off because we've set things up right. We have the right team in place, not just within our you know, like our, our contractors and our, our team that works with us, but like having the community, I can't toot the horn of Fast Foundations mastermind enough because yeah. that's really what's gotten us to this point where like we, we've gone all in and invested in a fractional CFO this last round. We added five new people to that team. Like we've, we've set ourselves up and I, I'm just excited like how far we can take it this next round and see what happens and then just see who else joins and comes in and be able to kind of be that, you know, does it count as like a, like a big sister or like, uh, I feel like alumni, we can, you know, help welcome the new people that are coming in. And not that I know more than them, we'll all learn from each other, but I'm excited to welcome in the, the next round of people. And I think it is totally valid and fair to share about the online community because it's on the internet. It's on the website. Okay, so good. like Thank you. anybody, anybody could find it. And the thing you forgot to mention is you still get a coach. So I mean, I a thousand percent would say like, come to the in-person. There's nothing like coming in person and being in the room and hearing like, is Anna Nassery. She was one of the people that came and spoke to us in Denver. And I needed to hear that. I could have probably heard that, you know, looking it up on YouTube, that same kind of thing. But to get to be in the room with someone who like she spoke about boundaries and how she was like, I haven't checked my email in years. She's like, literally, like, that's a boundary that I have. I, I'm not an email. That's not how I like to communicate. And just hearing some of the things that she does and then get to raise my hand and ask her a direct question is freaking invaluable. So there's that. But then, yeah, you have the, the online community where you still have access to a coach. So you have that accountability. And I think that's like one, one of the things I'm most excited about is having a coach again that's going to come and be that personal one-on-one accountability to me to the goals that I set in this next round. Definitely. Yeah. And I, and I've seen the difference in the rounds that have the coaches. Now, when I was in the very first round, we didn't have that. I think Chris saw that as a missing piece and was something that he implemented. And we've really tried this round to make sure we have awesome coaches in place, all of which have been alumni of fast foundations. Uh, so they know exactly what the, what the team and everyone's going through. But yeah, I think that's a really cool aspect of the online portion of it. Yes, you do get a coach once a month for the extension amount of time that you're in. So if you want to be in for a couple months, you get a coach for a couple months. If you need a whole year long, you can do that as well. And at any point you can upgrade to the in-person when we open those next rounds. So thank you so much for sharing your insight. I know you and I both like could toot the horns all day long, but 
it really it really goes to show like when you decided to show up, especially in the second round, how much more you got from it as well. Um, and that's and that's something I tough love it out because I get what that's like to they say showing up's half the battle. Yes, saying yes to something is, but then the second half to win at any point is to actually play full out and to show up at the calls, the live calls, like be present. That's one of the main things that we always ask everybody. Like you will get as much out of it as you put in, right? You will get as much connection as you put in. You will get as much networking opportunity as you put in. And like our mentor, Chris Harder always says, you're one conversation, question, connection away from getting the answer that you're seeking for that moment, right? So get in the room and uh, see what we're talking about because it's really rad and then you can come hang out with us. Um, and we're, we're pretty fun, toot toot. We're, we're a fun group. We're a fun we group. Are. We really are. And, and it's so interesting. The group's always so eclectic and it's like old, young, new in mm-hmm. business, old in business, pivoting in business, side hustle. I, I don't even have a business. I just have an idea. Like you name it. Don't feel overwhelmed when you think about a mastermind. I used to think masterminds were only for people who were at like CEO, you know, sweet level type of shit. I thought that was like what you did when you made it. But masterminds are really just for people who want to get together to share ideas and support one another in their growth. And it usually comes by way of two awesome facilitators. This this round, we have RT and Jim who bought Fast Foundations from Chris and Lori last year, actually earlier this year, um, and have taken in, in just 10x the level of value in which you get by bringing it back in person. Um, so we're so grateful for our fearless leaders and I'm so grateful to them for allowing me the space to chatty chat with all of my favorite past alumni from the group. Um, so if you are interested in fast foundations, you can go to fastfoundations.com to learn more. And you know, our DMS are always open. If you want to ask Brianne more questions, I know she'd be happy to answer those in the DMS as would I, as always, we are here to help you grow your business and your mindset. Um, in whatever way we can. And we love that you're listening to this this podcast. So grateful for you. If there's more things you'd like to hear from the podcast, let me know. Um, we will be bringing on past alumni as the guests talking about how masterminds have changed all of our lives. So, so grateful for everyone tuning in. Brianne, do you have any final words or funny stories that have happened over the last couple of rounds from Fast Foundations? I know you got something in there because you're like my little social butterfly. <laughs> well, I'm sure I could think of some fun stories. One thing I was thinking about as you were talking about masterminds being for like, those are for CEOs. That's like for people who have already made it. And for me, it's like masterminds are how you make it. Like everybody that I look up to, literally everyone that I'm like, oh, I want to build a life or a business like them. They've all invested in getting in rooms, all of them. And so like that, I think, again, I'm I'm the slow person. I take a little bit longer (laughs) to like let those lessons sink in and take action. But that's okay because I'm still here and I haven't given up. So there's that. Um, I think I don't want to give away something that I want to do at the in-person, but it, it is going to be funny. So if you join Jim and RT, I mean, you, they will mention it here on this podcast. They're like the kings of dad jokes. Um, and so we have we have a a little thing Danny and I are working on to like make a joke and kind of put that back on them at this next yes. in-person event. So you'll just have to stay tuned. It's going to be it's going to be good. We like to tease each other. We like to have fun. And honestly, like you would think it's, I, I hate to say the word, like you think it's like a cult or something because like we all come into it. And by the time we're leaving, everyone's just like hug- hugging and saying, they, I love you. And, and like you said, it's all different backgrounds, all different businesses, ages, different points in their, their life, their business career journey. 
And at the end of the day, like we all have something to learn from each other. M- maybe it's because entrepreneurs, we just like trauma bond together. I don't know. <laughs> but like we all leave being like, hey, I'm so I love you. I'm so grateful for the person that you've become in my life because like mm-hmm. my life is it is different than than before I decided to go all in and participate in that community. So mm-hmm. um, but yeah, more more funny stories for sure. So we can just um now Jim and RT are going to be like, what do they have up their sleeves? It'll be. I know. Be I love it. Let's keep them waiting in suspense. Yeah. No, and I, I will chime in to second that my life is significantly better and different than it was just three years ago. And I'm so grateful for the community and the people who have shown up and also said yes, because I think it's the leaders who attract the awesome people that are in the group. And it's the people in the group that really like. Yes, you get a lot from the coaches and speakers, but you also get just as much like we talked about the core value exercise that we all got to do together um, in community. And I know right now more than ever, we need that. Um, So if you are trying to strong arm it alone, I mean, give give yourself a break. Check us out. I tried to do that for 20 plus years and it got me where it got me. And then once I realized I could ask for help and it wasn't something that was to be shamed on, then my whole world changed. And now I ask for help all the time and it's great. And uh, when you put yourself out there... um, People want to help people. And so that's what this group's really all about is just helping you up level in whatever way it is you need. So we love you. We're sending you so much love and we'll see you guys on the next episode of Fast Foundations, the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. For more free business tips like this, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram at fast.foundations. What was your biggest takeaway from this episode? We want to know. Tag us on Instagram, share this episode with a friend and leave us a five-star rating and review so we can reach more incredible entrepreneurs like you. We're so glad to have you as part of our community. Go to our website, fastfoundations.com for details on our next in-person event. This podcast is sponsored by Carter & Custer Agency at carterandcuster.com.